0: Yeah. Hey, thank you so much for joining us on episode two of Molly's <laughs> Mindful Mysteries. I have a special guest with me today, Eric Esteve. Thank you for joining joining me today. Hey,
1: what's going on? <laughs> pow!
0: <laughs> All right, so I'm
1: trying out new intros.
0: It's pow. <laughs> Pretty good, not too bad. Mm-hmm. I like it. So this week in my class, we we're learning about the the mind maps. Mm -hmm. and basically what we have to do is we researched a topic of interest which would be a problem we see you know we think about a lot Mm -hmm. and we came up with education that was one that we both had in common we were both passionate about our our point of views maybe not passionate about education but our views
1: no there's a difference uh, that's a big
0: difference. Mm-hmm. You're saying
1: not passionate about education, but that's contrary to what I believe. Oh, like...
0: okay. Well, that's why we're here today. So, let's just go on. So, my first question for you is, what do you think about the education system today?
1: The education system today? Hmm. Wow. Well, from the perspective... Of someone who went through public education and hasn't really gotten any information on private education which is offered to different classes um, of our members of society Um, even my public education was quite good I would say in comparison to some of the unlucky kids who live in inner cities who are more prone to heavily populated areas, on account of lack of resources and funding from said cities. And um, you know, the teachers have to stretch it thin. Most teachers don't want to teach in those environments. So when we talk about education, when we talk about you know the state of education, when we talk about where education is today in comparison to what it used to be. Well, in actuality, it's like I don't even have that much information. It feels kind of like, like I could do research and it's out there. But from my perspective, it feels like, hmm, like it's being mismanaged at the moment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not a fair piece of the pie for everyone. Like I said, like public education and then private education. You pay for private, then yeah, you're gonna get you know those different connections. You're gonna meet with a different class of people. You're gonna, you know, network in the proper manner. And we're just talking about let's say like from kindergarten to twelfth grade. We're not even gonna begin on college until you know a few minutes from now. Um, so it's being mismanaged at the moment. We have an unjust, you know, yang and yang. Uh, One section is getting more than the other, resulting in, well, um, ignorance. Ignorance in our communities. And it's a dangerous thing. You know, a well-informed society makes well-informed decisions. But if we keep polarizing our youth, because that's what they are from kindergarten to 12, they are youth, and we don't give them the proper resources that should be available from the start, then we will run into roadblocks along the way down the line when they become fully formed adults, because they will have to unpackage all the information that they gathered that might be the incorrect information and not only that, the, even in the higher ends of learning of public education, because I don't know what's going on in private, it does not feel like they emphasize on the learning aspect. It feels like they emphasize on the grading aspect, the numbers every seat is a dollar and good grades get good funding and that's honestly the extent of my knowledge in terms of how it's conducted from a student perspective when you're experiencing said things um It's just a very unrealistic portion of reality. You're fit into this standardized box that they created for everyone to go through. Like, you know when you play that thing as a child? And it's got like the different shapes. It's got squares and stars.
0: Like the little thing, like the puzzle piece. Exactly. Yeah, okay.
1: Imagine they, they have that set up, but not everyone fits into that category.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So they're not going to make it through. But because it's the public form of education, they have to fit through. So they will carve through. This person to make them fit. To fit into that system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is my view on public education at the moment. Now, that's my opinion on that. And whenever I discuss with you in private, you tell me that these grades is actually a good format for you that you enjoy for some reason you like the standardized testing you like the numbers game, you like it all and you know, just share your perspective on that
0: so growing up, for me at least it was very much well in my family you had to get the good grades you had to keep up with that but it wasn't really about getting the good grades and all that. It was about putting in the effort and being disciplined enough to being or being disciplined enough to be able to keep up with that, to keep up with the schedule, to keep up with what this world gives you. I'm not saying it's right. And in today's world, you know, it just gets harder and harder, you know? Like with the internet. Anything you ever want is on your phone. Yeah. So it's very difficult to expect people not to use it. You can't, you know? Yeah. And so I think an issue, I mean, you've said this many of times. You don't think school is necessary because you can look up whatever you need on here. You just fixed your, what was it called? in your car mm-hmm. the air condition not well, the air conditioning well, the water pump, water pump.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: i mean you just googled a few videos and you saved six thousand dollars when people went to okay maybe not like Nine hundred. <laughs> i don't know how anything about cars well
1: you have the internet like you said you yeah and or do you have to go to school
0: for that? <laughs> well, those mechanics that would charge you that $900 did go to school, most likely. Maybe they interned and, you know. Mm-hmm. But in general, you were told to go to school. Um, but I've never overly m- had an issue with it. But I also went to a very good school in high school. Mm-hmm. My parents, like, moved to Texas into this exact district in order for me to go to that school so everything was planned before i even knew what was going on
1: yeah
0: which blessed my family you know for doing that yep and i'm also very lucky to have the people i do have in my life like my dad and my parents that are able to help me in that education Journey in my life. Yeah. They're supportive. You know, they'll help me with whatever I need. And there's so many people who don't get that. Exactly. And that's, but at the same time, I don't think that's an educational issue. I think that's a parental issue. Like what I always believed was there are three different stems of where you learn school, duh. You know, science, math, Mm -hmm. geography, politics, whatever. Social learning, Mm -hmm. how to interact with people, you know, social norms, how to, you know, all that stuff. And then your what your parents teach you. Mm -hmm. Which I think the education system and what your parents are supposed to teach you, no one... It really has a line on that because a lot of people say, well, school should be teaching you more realistic things like taxes and, you know, credit card stuff and all that. Well, for me, I think that's a parent's duty. Okay. But at the same time, you can't hire your parents. Mm -hmm. You're stuck with whoever gave you those like whatever parents you get mm-hmm. doesn't matter where you move doesn't matter where you, that's who you get yep and i think there's a huge issue there now
1: so I, you think it should be transferred over to public education that's to give everyone the equal platform in comparison to what you're describing which is that the parents should teach them about taxes and credit cards and accept. And
0: that's where i was going Is i think there should be an option for school to assist in that for those
1: no it should be the standard it shouldn't be an assist
0: Don't you think that's too much pressure on the teachers and... Not at all. No? Not
1: at all if you give them the the proper funding. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not an issue at all if you give someone the proper funding.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: as simple as that. Where's that money coming from? Taxpayer money.
0: The people that already want to... That's a whole different... (laughs) Going down the line of where this money comes from. But...
1: Okay. That are not emphasized on how disproportionate the funds were across the platform. Like you said, (laughs) you come from a privileged background of your parents being able to move you to the school district. Your parents took you there specifically for that, and they had the the necessary funding to do that already.
0: Uh-huh.
1: and they put you on that path to success not everyone has that
0: uh-huh.
1: and the basics should be taught universally across the platform simple as that. I'm not saying you need to everyone needs to be you know the next mark Cuban but I'm saying that they need to be able to start their own businesses they need to learn how to do their own businesses they need to know how to um, do their own taxes um, credit cards uh, interest rates APR car home
0: mortgages all of that mm-hmm. finances well let's go to finances paying for school let's move more into college
1: well I mean there you go like it all ties in together you can't rush through one subject because it starts there it starts in the public education system in that arena it starts from there you think that you think that the same individual from the inner cities anyone you know because something we're not taking into account is drive different humans have different drives Different frequencies, different energy that they output into life. You know, they might be in that situation, like we said, where they don't have that lucky family to take them to where they need to be. But they got that drive to push them to where they learn more than anybody at their school, so they learn more than everybody in the state and then the nation. People have that drive in them. They are the anomaly in this situation. I'm not going to point them out and, like, emphasize on that subject. I'm going to emphasize on the average Joe, the average kid. Should Every kid is special. Every kid. Under God's sky, every kid is special. Mm-hmm. And they should all be given the equal platform to succeed. So you start from, like you said, your parents took you to a special district and they have the available funds to do so, and that's all right. But that doesn't mean little Timmy over here doesn't deserve to have the same learning as you do because it's public education there should be no favoritism when it comes to our children in this nation so now that we've emphasized that one last time we're moving on on to boom bada boom let's say little timmy is in kindergarten he grows up he does high school he grew up in the inner cities okay little timmy has no emphasis on pursuing college after that after what he experienced through public education because he did not even get the necessary information that he needed in the first place he's behind on the information so why is he going to go pursue more education when it has done nothing for him and his grades He's already barred from joining any elite schools on account of where he comes from because of the school he graduated from. It's just already all mapped out for you to work three times as hard if you don't have the necessary location, quote-unquote. And... Of course he's just gonna stop his education right there. Understandably, you would too, if you didn't have the tools. Mm -hmm. I guess entering into this platform on public, I mean on um, college, is that what I emphasized? And then what comes with it? Okay, so now let's say he Work three times as hard. He's in. They said, "Okay, you're allowed. You're allowed to go to our school. It will be sixty thousand a semester for you to go here. We have FAFSA. We have scholarships that you can apply to as many as you need." and bring your price down. Let's say he does get 20 grand off. He's down to 40 grand a semester. From the beginning, we've emphasized that he didn't have his parents who had the necessary funds to take him to a good public school district. Now imagine them being able to assist in a $60,000 bill, $40,000 bill every semester. It is not possible. But he wants to succeed, so what does he do? He signs a contract that he will go to the school on a student loan, and let's be honest, like we don't know the interest rates, but even, even like an 8% interest rate on this, let's say that's what the school gets, they're like, all right, we'll give you this, and we get 8% back as interest. He is now in debt and a full time student to get out of the situation that he's in. It's just a constant war for that road because of the way it's set up. Student debt is just, it's shackles is what it is. So immediately you graduate, I don't know, let's say freaking $500,000 in debt. Okay, you're in debt. With an 8% interest rate. 8000 I believe that is 30000 a year. On an uh-huh. 8%. I think. My math might be off. Mm.
0: I'm no good at math either, so that's not gonna just roundabout.
1: And you went to a good school district.
0: Oh <laughs> stop.
1: So little little Timmy's now a grown man and he's graduated with five hundred thousand dollars in debt at an eight percent interest rate. He must now take his diploma that everyone has because the market's been diluted. Because everyone is emphasized and pushed to go to school, the next level. More school. And he's looking around, trying to get a job. Looking, looking, looking. And he gets a job. Let's say he, he's he got this degree costing 500000 he makes. He gets a. He lands a job making sixty. That's pretty good. But that bubble is growing because he spent time looking for that job. Now he has to work to gain that amount. But in the meantime, that student debt bubble that he acquired is growing with that eight percent interest growing in size. And that doesn't even start into little Timmy. Well, grown man Timmy's, you know deals, cars, housing, food, just all of it. He now has to wrestle all of this stuff to win. And he's been fighting since he was little Timmy. He's got to keep going, right? Because that's the system? hmm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Just just shackles. That's why I don't like the education system where it's at right now.
0: So do you think... So you don't think education is essential for making a living? Do you think going to school... I don't think
1: schooling like that is necessary. Not like that. You have everything you need in the palm of your hand. I can get... I have more information and I know what to do with for free all I have to do is find the niche hole and take it apart that's all I have to do that's literally all I have to do because the internet is like that everything is on the internet you just take it apart and you learn what you need to learn and you add it to your arsenal to keep going Mm Mm-hmm. That's why whenever we have this discussion and you're telling me, you don't think education is right. It's like, no, I think education is right, but just in a different format to what you're emphasizing, what the public and private and the college institutions are doing. Because it's like, it's all free. You just have to find it. It's that little piece of paper that gives you like leverage in the business world, I guess. Mm -hmm. It opens doors is what they say. And it's true, it opens doors to networking because everyone's out there. You meet an individual who went to the same school as you later down the line, they say, oh, I, can, I went to that same school, I have a connection with this person. Mm-hmm. Here, have this job. It does have its benefits, but not $500,000 benefits. Sorry. That's my take on it, it's your turn. <laughs>
0: I mean, I kind of agree with what you said. I don't think it's essential to, you know, making a living. I mean, some of the most successful people in our, like, world didn't go to college and didn't, you know, pursue that. But I think you have to have a drive to work in order to skip school. Because there's a lot of jobs now that you have to have that degree. There's a
1: lot of jobs where you don't need the
0: degree. Well, yeah, but jobs that are not, I forget the term, jobs that are blue-collared, look for the degree. Red-collars, There's no don't. such thing as blue and red-collars. Yes, there is. There's no such thing <laughs> yes, as Yes, there is. As, <laughs> yes, there is. It's white-collared and blue Oh, it's white-collared and blue-collared. Good job on your... Oh, no. Good job. Stop roasting me. Good job on your college education.
1: Did you learn that in your good school district?
0: (laughs) Stop. Being a big old meanie. I'm just (sighs) just Whatever. Due to COVID, how has it affected your education journey
1: personally? I did. I was going to school. I was. I was taking one class a semester just for emphasis on me look people like it when you're in school it gives a certain title to it but due to covid i ended up just not going to my next semester class because i had to emphasize on safety and moving forward but i will be returning probably online classes if anything what about you
0: it didn't really stop me, but I've. <laughs> it didn't really overly stop me because all my classes are already online to begin with, and I'm so on Arizona State going through Starbucks, yeah, which pays for it, yeah. You know, so it hasn't overly affected me school-wise. I think once I graduate and I'm looking for jobs, then I'm going to see the effects of it. Mm -hmm. But for right now, I just open up my computer and I'm chilling. Mm -hmm. What benefits um, do you see in continuing education? And what motivates students to continue school?
1: I already kind of spoke on the earlier, like I was emphasizing on the networking aspect to going to college because, well, the networking aspect, you go to the same school as an individual and they give you more leniency because you are one and the same. You need to emphasize more on the uh, Starbucks platform about how you, like, you did find a way to kind of get a, a, a company to pay for your schooling. Like, you found that. Like, it's, like, niche. It's very, you know, it's a good way to finesse the system, in a sense.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's what I think everyone should do with scholarships. And there are ways to get through it and not damage yourself too much, you know? But like I said before, well, it's... Like I
1: said, though, you do have, like, you know, a good support system.
0: Yeah, you but know, even those people who don't have... deal
1: f- with with getting, you know, your classes started off.
0: Mm-hmm. Not
1: everyone has that.
0: No, but I think... But that's where Where's the... Where's little
1: Timmy going to get his four?
0: Timmy, I think, should also know that it's his life and he's in control and even though you start off with crappy tools that there are other people there that want to help you know that have been through that and had to you may have to fight a little harder or a lot harder you know but there are people who will help you with scholarships um internships even starbucks like just to work And for them to pay for my school, you just have to do the work in finding these, what do you call it, I don't know, around the system, just finding ways to make it work.
1: Of course, that's what we're all trying to do, just trying to make it work. Everyone's just trying to make it
0: work. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. It was awesome to talk about education with you, and I I liked your viewpoint on everything.
1: Yeah, you know, um, I got a little heated for a minute,
0: <laughs> but besides that, it
1: was a good conversation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. All right. Hopefully, I, you have me on one last time.
0: Hopefully, we'll see. All right. Thank you. Have a good day. Hundred percent.